Hey guys, so welcome to the fifth episode, season four of the Teamers Pro Show. And in this season, we are going to discuss journeys of various podcasters all around the world and how they are doing podcasts, their future goals, and many more. In today's episode, we have a guest who has single-handedly and done a great job in producing his uh, "If Only They Knew" podcast. Trust me, mate. It took me a long time to, you know, to pronounce his name. It's really hard. You know, the sentence construction, that the word construction he made is really hard. The main aim of this podcast is, uh, you know, sharing the stories, advice, and opinions of young entrepreneurs and business minds from across the UK. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome Ed Lawler to the show. I'm uh, Mr. Lawler. Happy to have you on the show, man. So, please tell a little bit about yourself and your podcasting career so far. Yeah, well, thanks for having me on. Um, I love what you're doing with your podcast. Um, and yeah, like you said, it's, it's a bit of a, a wordy podcast, but if you can see that, if only they knew. Um, also known as IOTK, if you can see that in the background there. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a podcast that I designed. Um, really only started it at the start of this year. Um, but it, it's, if only they knew, is also the media group that I created three years ago, um, back in September 2017. I started a media group just whilst I was at uni. I wanted to sort of test my marketing skills. So I thought, what better way to test it than starting off a, a media group, which I did. Um, and then, yeah, about three, two and a half years, three years later, I decided to start up the podcast. And yeah, that was the start of this year. And it sort of, it's moved very quickly. And I interview young entrepreneurs that you probably haven't heard of all around the UK. And then like people with, like from The Apprentice as well. Um, so I try and keep that nice range of people you know and want to hear more about and people you don't know and that can sort of share new stories you wouldn't have heard before. So that, that's sort of the dynamic there. But yeah, it's, it's, it's going well. Just uh, you know, can you give a brief about like uh, the apprentice, like for those people who doesn't know what uh, what's that about? Yeah, so The Apprentice is like, it was huge at one point in the UK. It's, it's a show on BBC, um, which basically has, I think, about just under 20 people that go onto a show. It's a big series. They battle it out, doing different business-based tasks every, every week um, with the hopes of getting through each stage without getting sacked, uh, without getting fired. And yeah, getting to the final stage and getting a £250,000 investment. Um, and yeah, I've, I've sort of, since 2017, I've pretty much had the majority of uh, the people from each series either on the podcast or on, on my page in some form. So it's kind of like Shark Tank, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's similar to that. Um, it's just rather than standing up and, and pitching to a board of investors, you're, you, you've only got one investor, potential investor, and you're just doing different tasks. So it's sort of like a, a reality TV show spin-off type thing. Oh, that's great. That's great. Uh, so just one thing is that what is actually the name? Like if only they knew means, I mean, like what's the reason for that name for the podcast? Yeah. A lot of people ask that because I guess where I created it, I'd sort of like, I took that meaning on board from the get go and I didn't really think about how others would interpret it. Um, but yeah, essentially I was sitting there, like I said, I was a struggling uni student um, with no sort of idea of where I wanted to go. Um, or what I wanted to do but I just knew that deep down inside I had some sort of uh, 
some sort of skill, some sort of talent. I just didn't know what it was. I didn't know how to harness it. So I thought if only I could get that, that talent out there and get it heard. And that's sort of where it come from. I was like, I need to do something. Like in my head, I kept saying, if only, if only, if only he knew, if only she knew. Like I was sort of, I was literally saying that when I was talking to lecture, lecturers and stuff like that. Um, that, that. Those were the words going through my head. So yeah, I thought, why not just call it if only they knew and yeah, just let everyone sort of show the world their, their potential that probably wouldn't have been known otherwise. Wow, wow, wow. That's great. I mean, like, it's kind of a voice in your head and you just uh, kind of written it down and made a podcast out of it. Wow, yeah. that, that's an awesome one. Yeah, exactly that, yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, so you actually, you know, sold, like, I saw in your recent post that your caps actually sold, you know, within minutes, uh, you know, in the, that cap. So how, what's the story behind that? Yeah, so I've always sort of been looking for ways to monetize my page without selling out. Like, I didn't want to sort of sell things that I didn't believe in, like courses that didn't really add value and sort of, yeah, I just wanted to be like really straight up and honest with my audience. Um, so as you can see here, I've got the hoodie, which we sold out as well. That took a bit longer, um, but th these are a couple of years old now. I just wanted a way to sort of generate some income and sort of keep the page flowing, essentially, just keep it up and running. So I've I done the hoodies first, they sold out within a few weeks. So I brought out the caps, as you can see there. And yeah, people loved it. And before I even put, I only put out on Snapchat, not Instagram, none of my main, main platforms. I put it out on Snapchat and yeah, within literally about 20 minutes or so, they, they, they all sold out. So I need to order some more. Wow, oh, great. And is there any reason like why they bought it from you? Because, you know, it's kind of really amazing when you create a community and you're trying to monetize your podcast rather than having a sponsorship, but, you know, creating community on the side. So what actually people expected, like, you know, their response on what it was like for you when it, you know, when they sold, when they when bought everything? Well, first I was like over the moon. I was so happy, but I think it's something I thought about. It's a good question. It's something I thought about myself. Like why, why would people want to buy from me? I, I'm sort of, I'm a nobody, you know, I haven't really done much personally myself, like in terms of going out and changing the world yeah. and, and sort of helping others to too much of an extent. I have done it sort of, but not like on, on, a, on a massive level. And I think perhaps looking into it, perhaps it is sort of the fact that I've, I've helped some people in some way, even if it's a small thing like shouting them out. I think people respect the fact that I give people a platform, albeit quite a small platform in comparison to the other platforms that are out there. But I think people just form a, a level of respect um, for, each, for people that are supporting each other with sort of no, no expectations. You know, it's not like I'm shouting people out and saying, okay, you need to shout me out now. Like just the other day I went through and shouted out loads of people just off the, off my own back, you know, just to sort of show some love. Um, and yeah, so I think, I think that's, that's what it is really. I think if you're trying to sell anything, you need to have a high level of respect, whether it's with your personal brand or whether, whether it's your, your actual business brand. Um, I feel like you need to have a level of trust and a level of respect and a level of sort of keep piling on top of each other until it gets to the point where you can just sell them anything, you know? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I can understand that. And, uh, you know, this is something that I actually really got kind of like, uh, 
how to say in, inspired or uh, relief may i say because when i saw in your page that i actually you you said i actually did everything single handedly by myself and i'm so proud of that and that's the same for me actually i know i don't give out to you know anything anything like editing or you know anything like that i don't give it out to anyone so if someone is so pressured by that you know so like do do i have to do everything i mean like probably when they're starting out they won't be having the money to you know give out or you know have, find someone on fiverr to edit or anything like that so what advice would you actually give to someone who's starting out and they're going to you know uh, do everything on their own what advice would you give to them i'd say well done because i think people that do it by themselves always end up in a better position because if you're doing it by yourself you're actually learning by outsourcing at an early stage one you need to think do you actually need to outsource and get other people to do certain bits because if you look at your schedule during a day if you broke it down by hour i guarantee you have like around three four hours free at some point during the day that instead of sitting there watching netflix and sort of chilling out you could edit the podcast or you could do something else for the podcast you can create the audiograms or you can book a guest on there's always time in the day so i think and it's something I thought about, like, oh, you know, and you just think, oh, I can't be bothered to edit the podcast. I, I, I'll try and get someone else to do it. And it's like, no, I'm not doing that. I'm, I'm being lazy. So, yeah, my one piece of advice for those people is don't be lazy. It's a hard process. But if you really want to be a podcaster, you have to accept the process as it is. And you have to do each step as they come. And without those steps, you won't learn. You won't develop. And the person you're outsourcing it to will learn and they'll develop. And they'll probably start their own podcast off the back of the money you, you've thrown at them. Um, and trust me, they'll probably charge stupid, stupid amounts as well. So keep all the money to yourself in the early stages. Use all the money you'll get in from wherever. Um, fund the podcast. If, you're really, if your heart's really in it, fund the podcast. Stick to it yourself. Don't let anyone edit it. Don't let anyone do this, that, that. Just stick to it. And yeah, keep it as your own project until it gets to a point where you've got so many guests booked in and so many sponsors harassing you, then you can think about outsourcing, in my opinion. But until that stage, stick at it yourself, you know, and just don't be lazy. I know it sounds harsh, but it's something I've told myself, you know, you, you've got time. So yeah, just, just stick to it yourself. Wow, wow, that's great. And now you're actually, you know, kind of looking for someone because I think you're actually being harassed by sponsors. I think that's one of the reasons why you're looking for uh, someone, I think. So if, if you want looking like what are the qualities that you actually expect, you know, just if some listener out there who actually want to, you might be interested, what do you want to say to them? Yeah, that, that's a good point. It's sort of gotten to the stage now where um, I, I don't, I don't need somebody to edit the podcast or take over like the bits that I can do. I just need essentially another me um to sort of just bounce ideas off you know and sort of be more of a team because don't get me wrong it it's hard doing it independently because you can only do so much and if you're trying to bounce ideas off yourself you know you're not really going to get anywhere because you're just going to come up with the same idea over and over again in different variations um so yeah i was sort of looking for someone else that will sort of really spearhead the project and get it get it moving a bit faster you know but I, i'll still take care of all the other stuff that I can do because I've definitely got the time. Um, but yeah, um, what was the question again? <laughs> I'm on, on, I was on a ramble. <laughs> like, you know, what, like you said, you already answered the question yeah. actually, you know, what are things that actually, you know, you require like for the pe- person that you're actually searching for. So mm-hmm. basically like, I think other than editing, you require like, you know, guest booking or something like that or ID generation. Yeah. I think that's how they actually. Yeah. Yeah. Like someone with a, 
good connections essentially like I was sort of looking for someone with good connections and perhaps like a good connection with a studio that I can go and use and stuff like that you know like you wouldn't you may not have got if you was doing it alone you sometimes you sort of need someone who already has a foot in the door that can say oh by the way I've got a studio that you can use for 10% off because I know the owner or I am the owner or whatever it is like it's stuff like that that that's when I say you can start using other people to sort of get your foot in the door if, if they're already holding the door open for you you know but but when it's doors that are already you can open yourself I think just uh, just go for it yeah and i think it's going to be a really long time when the studio is going to be open because i mean like this covid and everything and people are actually staying at home doing everything on zoom right now and uh, yeah and you know i actually started this uh, zoom call like just uh, maybe a month or two ago because it, everyone started you know watching videos because podcasts you know listeners got reduced because they aren't traveling anymore and they're more on youtube and everything and stuff so yeah i can totally get that and uh, i want to talk this about the law of attraction that you actually mentioned in one of your videos uh, you know you are talking about uh, when you are showing the mcgregor uh, uh, you know the doll doll it's not the doll sorry yeah, yeah. <laughs> the action figure i guess just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i forgot the name yeah, yeah. so um, what do you think about that do you have any like anything happened to you like that in your journey anything well a lot of weird things have happened to me during my like time on earth if you want to put it that way um but yeah the law of attraction is something i've sort of i've been falling into without even realizing for the past few years even um but only really take started taking it seriously really around this year i spoke to on my podcast someone called robert icy who in the uk he's the number one unconscious mind therapist and and essentially what that means is he knows how to tap into your unconscious brain um and find out um the exact way to sort of switch it on and get it working in your favor and yeah really really interesting he came on to my podcast and shared some amazing things and that made me think oh, okay so the law of attraction to me um isn't just nonsense or magic or whatever you want to call it like he explained the science behind it all and i was like okay now that i know it's backed by science i can sort of put my faith into it a bit more and and sort of take on some things you know um but yeah like loads of things have happened like so much i can't even remember but just so much happening like when you like i'm looking to get it's a weird one i'm sort of i'm looking to get a new car but i'm not in a rush to get a new car and the car i want is an audi tt and that means yeah that whenever i go out onto the the road the only car that i see at the corner of my eye is the audi tt and robert explained that that's the law of attraction the sort of kicking in um and he mentioned i won't go into it too much but he mentioned that it's the ras and the ras is a uh, the reticular activating system and it's basically something in your brain that when you think of something it it switches a, a, a switch in your brain that says okay i'm now going to look out for those things so i thought of the audi tt and without even really seeing it just out the corner of my eye my brain says oh well, that's the Audi TT over there and an instant i'm like oh crap it is and i'm like distracted whilst driving and stuff like that um so yeah that's sort of the law of attraction coming into place and i guess what that means i've been thinking about well i'm seeing the car but how do i actually get the car and i think without even realizing it's only looking back that i'm like okay I, whenever i drive past a, a car store I'll notice straight away if it's an Audi store without even looking like it just cap- capture my eye and I'm like 
oh, the four rings. That's the Audi store. And I look at the Audi TT, like all the thousands of cars that are there, I'll see the Audi TT, even if it's in the background. And then by looking at that, I then notice the price on that. And then I noticed that there's another sign in the window that says come in now and stuff like that. And I think naturally you just get pulled in ever so slowly with little things over time. And I think that's the attraction part. The little things that you barely notice unless you're paying attention that slowly pull you in. And eventually one day, instead of turning right, I'm going to turn left into that Audi car front. I'm going to go up to the guy and say, I'm after a car. I'm going to be staring at the Audi TT and I'm going to end up buying it without sort of realizing. So I think that's, that's the law of attraction working currently in my life. But yeah, I, I think it's definitely real. You know, it's not, not magic. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess you're right because, you know, I really wish that I have actually the law of attraction when it comes to cars, but uh, uh, you know, that there's this, um, I don't know. I don't know whether I'm going to add what I'm going to say in the podcast or not, but I will say it anyway, is that I, okay, I had this college romance once. Okay. It was like uh, for a year or a half. It's kind of one side. It's not like unrequited love, you know, people mm-hmm. say. So it's like, when I would always be thinking about that person. And whenever I look, you know, look at someone or turn like, is that person's face is everywhere. Yeah, yeah. So I really miss the love of attraction. I have someone like something like on an RD rather than <laughs> on a person. So, uh, yeah, yes. And, uh, you know, I, I, this kind of a out of the podcast question, I always wanted to, you know, to someone that has to like love a car because why do you, how could you actually love a car? Because, uh, you know, when it comes to bikes, I really love bikes. Mm. I really, really love those because, you know, when you're riding, you actually are in the presence. Okay? Yeah, it's, like, yeah. it's you, it's only you, it's you and the bike, it's only you. And if, if it's car, it means it's kind of like, you know, a really long and it kind of, you know, lots of space. And you, I don't know whether you are present for the moment or not. So, is there any reason specific like why you, you know, love those kinds of cars? Anything? Just Honestly, I hate cars. But for some reason, that car, and that's the weirder bit, I think it would be, it'd make more sense if I loved cars and I loved that particular type of car. But I hate cars. I have no interest in cars at all. I've had the same car for like three, four years. And it, like the amount of times I've broken it and just like left it and hope that it'll, it'll sort of fix itself. Um, yeah, I hate cars, but that Audi TT, there's something about it. And I think this is so deep, yeah. But if we was to go into it, I think it's the fact that it's a selfish car. It's small, it's compact, it's a two-seater, no boot space whatsoever, the tiniest boot. And I think subconsciously that's my selfish side coming out. And I know that's really deep, but I think that's why I'm attracted to the car. Um, but yeah, there's definitely something about that small compactness that I, that I really... Um, that really like drives me towards it, you know, but yeah. And the fact that it's probably so fast, but yeah, that, that's really it for me. Basic. Whoa, wow. <laughs> amazing. Amazing. Glad I clarified that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Uh, so, you know, interestingly, I checked out your website by, you know, putting the link on Uber suggest and uh, I found some really amazing insights. I mean, your website got more than thousand visitors, you know, it came in, especially during May and June. Mm. I mean, like, what did you do during that, those time, anything specific? Because thousand visitors exactly that month, because other than that, it was, it was like not uh, that much, but what did it actually do during these two months? The simple answer, I just put more effort in and put more content out there. And, and that's sort of a, as simple as I can break it down really. Um, but the, the more detailed answer is I, I, um, I was just looking at where I sort of did like an audit, a, a mini audit. For, for the year looked at okay for the past few months what's spiked my numbers whenever I put out a certain piece of content what spiked my numbers I'll say okay it's this that and that 
So what I do more is this, that and that <clears throat> in order to sort of drive the numbers. And yeah, it, it, it worked really. It was just a simple case of looking at what works and doing it again and having it work, work again in my favour. So yeah, that's pretty much it really. Simple as that. Wow, wow, wow. I mean, like, I, I mean, like, it's not, a, it's maybe in a stocky way, which I thought, like, why he actually, you know, he put his website in the Uber suggest, but <laughs> it's kind of, I, I, <laughs> yeah, I kind of, you know, want to know, like, uh, you know, how they're doing in the website, because it's really amazing, like, the website is actually clean and neat. So, is there anything, like, the tips that you want to give when it comes to, you know, podcasting websites, like, how it should be, and what are things that you should take care of? Any tips on that? Yeah, Um. so that website isn't, like, solely for the podcast it has the podcast on there but it's more for um my media group as a whole and, and like the podcast is sort of a, a sub part of that media group um but yeah it has a podcast page on there and i think it's so good for seo um i don't know too much about it but for me seo helps so much and it's like the one thing that you can do so easily if you just go onto your website or whoever's listening, go onto their website and think, okay, how would Google actually pick this page up if I haven't got a header, if I haven't got my keywords in, I haven't got the name of my podcast written like so many times, like per, per section of the, the page. And I think thinking of those things, they're so easy to clean up because I guarantee the people listening will be like, oh, wow, I didn't do this, didn't do that. And literally all I did, I'm not an expert, but all I did was just Google uh, like SEO tips for the uh, website. And yeah, literally as simple as that, follow the guides. And yeah, before you know it, you would have implemented 10 things that would, would help in some way, you know. But an, another thing I did in talking of SEO with my podcast title, it was originally, if only they knew, just if only they knew, um, and I thought, again, SEO wise, what are people going to be typing into podcast um, apps? And I thought the one thing they're probably going to be typing in that I can be certain they're going to be typing in is young entrepreneurs. That's why I changed the title of my podcast to If Only They Knew um, Interviews with Young Entrepreneurs. So when someone types in young entrepreneurs, I'm going to have a chance of coming up um, in, the, in the search engine because before that, I would have had no chance of coming up. No one's going to type in If Only They Knew if they've never heard of me before um so i think yeah just just think about almost like reverse engineer it and think about okay if i if i was my ideal audience member how would i actually find my page but, and don't let ego sort of drive you like and be like oh well they must have heard it if only they knew like i've been around for three years i'm on all the major platforms etc etc it's like no delete that ego and work from the very start and say okay if they haven't heard of If Only They Knew, how on earth are they going to find me? And then work from there. Um, but it's a bit of a tangent. But yeah, I think that's sort of how I built my website initially. And it's sort of how I'm beginning to develop it even more so. Wow, wow, wow. That's nice. And yeah, actually, you know, I actually had, uh, uh, you know, Scott Stockdale on, on my show. I think you actually had him as well. And yeah, I was actually asking him the same question because he's actually in the stage of itself is SEO, like, uh, you know, how he does and all this stuff. So yeah, that, I think that's great. And, uh, you know, just want to ask you just one thing is that um, where do you actually find those entrepreneurs? Because uh, you said that those are the people that, you know, people don't know most probably like the entrepreneurs who people doesn't know, but how do you find those people? I think that's been like my secret sauce. You know how like KFC has the, has the like the herbs and spices. I think that's like my herbs and spices there. Um, 
but yeah one part of it is the fact that i've built a platform over three years and when there wasn't back then there wasn't a platform similar now there seems to be loads and i don't know whether that's as a result of me starting the page or just a coincidence that they've now started the page but back then there was hardly any pages similar to what my main group is um which is quite lucky i guess because it it, it meant that so many hundreds and hundreds of young entrepreneurs across the uk sort of come flood into the page and we could build a natural rapport build a connection and build that network that community um which most people won't have access to and i think that's sort of the the herbs and spices behind my main page um because people wouldn't have heard of these young entrepreneurs before i put them onto the platform so obviously some some would have but for the most part, they're, they're brand new. You know, they haven't got anything. If you type their names into Google, they haven't got anything. And then now they've got my website. And then from that, they'll slowly start to get more and more recognition. Um, just naturally, you know, because they're getting their name out there. But yeah, really it's just a case of being in the, in, the, in the community. Like if I want to find people of the community, I need to be in the community itself. I can't be a, an outsider looking in trying to pluck certain people because all I'm going to pluck, imagine like you're uh, another one of my weird metaphors, but imagine you're standing over like a little pond lake thing and you're trying to catch the fish. You're only going to see the fish that come to the top and without diving in, you're not going to see any of the fish that are sort of lurking behind the bottom that aren't big enough to come to the top and stuff like that. But that's sort of what I was doing. I thought, you know what? I'm only seeing the big names constantly, the big fishes. I'm going to dive in and see what's there. And yeah, you, you start lifting up a few rocks under the water and you're like, okay, he's good. She's good. And you can start pulling them out, you know, and before you know it, they're massive fish. <laughs> well, yeah, I can get, I can understand because, you know, my podcast is actually, you know, kind of like the podcasters itself, like about podcast, mm-hmm. like how they're doing it. So I mostly go to Facebook and you know, just ask them, like, you want to talk about podcasting, like how you're doing and everything and stuff. And uh, sometimes it's actually really hard when it comes to, you know, finding guests, I can totally understand. And uh, you have a secret sauce on, uh, you know, getting more fish. So yeah. <laughs> I think, I think that, I think that's a good sign. And, you know, just uh, one point added to the you know previous thing about SEO is that you're actually saying, you know, when someone types your name, you know, the uh, website may have chance of coming up. So what I actually, you know, kind of did is kind of really funny because I had my name as Jeffrey Bubati. It's kind of my name and it's really not many people have that two names because one is a Christian name and one is another is a Hinduism name. So kind of two religious yeah. names having a single uh, word. So when I typed it out and when I go to my images, I see some weird pictures of myself because you know, when I was actually starting my first Instagram account, I actually like posted like tons of pictures and weird stuff. I know like, uh, you know, posting different ways and uh, a lot of stuff. So my friends actually took uh, that pictures and they spammed me, you know, and they spammed their WhatsApp status and they ruined my reputation. <laughs> so yeah, I think it's, it's kind of really, it's really like kind of how to say, because when you type in a name, it's, you'll never know what's coming up. So hmm. I think, I think I can really understand like uh, all the things that you want to say. And uh, okay. So this is actually kind of, I always ask my guests, like out of the question, my podcast is that uh, it's actually morning there, I guess. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. It's not, uh, 10 o'clock, literally bang on 10 o'clock in the morning. Awesome. So, okay. so who was the last person that you actually made smile yesterday? You know what? Weirdly enough, I knew this question was coming and I thought about it. And last night I got back from boxing. I just started up boxing again about seven o'clock so it would have been the last person was probably 
either my dad that I was at boxing with or the boxing coach. Um, but either of those, like, I'm happy with. They're both like nice people and stuff. So yeah, it would have been in a in a fun environment where I was sort of living my best life. And yeah, it was either one of those two that I made, I made smile on, you know. Wow. And how do you actually knew this question was coming, by the way? I listened. I listened. I listened to the podcast. <laughs> oh my God. You know, it's it's really nice when you say it. Yeah. It's really nice when you say <laughs> it. But, you know, <laughs> this actually ruined my yeah. moment of you, like, making you think, oh my God. I oh no, oh no. I was, I was wow, too prepared wow. for that one, I'm afraid. <laughs> wow, that's an awesome one. And, you know, I you actually do boxing, by the way. Is that right? Yeah, I used to do it, like, on and off. Um but I just started back up yesterday and yeah, I think I'm going to stick to it this time. <laughs> well, that's great. You know, just, just one experience I want to share is that when it comes to, you know, boxing and everything is that in my dreams, the problem mostly comes is that I, I keep always fighting in my dreams or I keep always fighting with someone or anything like not like in a professional way, like, you know, mental fight or physical fight, whatever it is, I keep always fighting. And today morning I had the dream and, you know, someone was hitting me. The only problem was that I couldn't hit back. Like, I can just take the hit. I couldn't hit back. So what I always thought is that maybe it's because uh, I'm not trained, like, you know, to fight or maybe I'm not having the perfect, you know, shape or anything like that. That's actually causing me to, you know, have those kinds of, uh, you know, dreams in my mind. So do you suggest that if I could learn boxing or if I could, you know, to have in shape, those dreams would actually go away. Do you think it's possible? Yeah, 100%. It's probably without going too deep again. I love going deep, but without going too deep, it's probably your subconscious feeling like insecure or, or, or feeling unhappy with a certain situation. Like, I know, like, looking back on the dreams I've had and I've tried to sort of reverse engineer and work out why I was having them. Uh, it may not be actual, actually to do with fighting. It may be to do with, like you said, like, just a conflict of thoughts, a conflict of the brain. But, yeah, I think knowing that you can, like, uh, knock someone out or you can do this, you can do that, knowing you can defend yourself, I think you'll... Uh, you'll get rid of all that conflict and all that insecurity. And, and that's sort of one thing that I, I've battled with as well, you know. But yeah, no, definitely, I, I'd definitely advise it. Go into a gym and yeah, just start start boxing. It's good fun. Wow. I definitely needed to hear that. So thank you so much <laughs> on that. <laughs> awesome. Uh, so just, uh, you know, we'll, we'll actually you know, move on to the rapid fire round. I don't know whether you have heard it this or not. Yeah, I'm ready. You have not. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> This is not fair, by the way, you know. <laughs> awesome. So the first question is, uh, what do you actually like about podcasting? I like the fact that it allows me to connect with people that I would never have uh, even been on their radar before, you know. But now I'm, now I'm almost good friends with some high-profile people. So, yeah, that, that's, that's the major thing. As um, I never normally had friends at school and stuff, really. So, yeah, it's a good way to make friends. Wow, I can feel you. I can feel on the sentence. Don't worry. You're not alone. <laughs> oh, yeah. So what do you don't like about the podcast? Just the editing and the admin and everything that comes with it. You know, like you have to edit and stuff like that. It's, it's horrible. I hate it. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So what is actually the one of the biggest problem that you're actually facing, you know, doing podcasting? The one biggest problem? The biggest problem now is just getting to the next step, getting the huge guests. I've had big guests on, but I want huge guests and yeah, just to grow and get the numbers up really. That's, that's the main struggle. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So if you actually never done podcast in, you know, when you're starting out, if you have decided not to do a podcast, what else you might have done in that during that time? 
for me, it's quite different to probably other people listening because I already had the media group. So I think for me, um, I would have kept on with the media group and would have done some form of interviews anyway because I was doing written interviews before um, with people from The Apprentice and stuff like that. I feel like I still would have gone into interviewing, but it probably wouldn't have been a podcast. It would have been a, a video, just like a five-minute video instead. Ah, that's nice. Okay. Uh, so in case if you were ever hit by a car, mm. okay, and your airbag is right in your face and you know you're going to die, don't use this <laughs> negative sense. You're not <laughs> just saying. Uh, who would be the last person that actually comes to your mind? The first or the last the, the last. last, I mean, like there will be a list of people, but the last, like, oh my God, this is the person that I don't want to miss. The first person obviously would be my mother, most probably. Yeah, yeah. I think. So uh, who's the last person? Oh, that's such a good question. Like the the person that I didn't want to come up, but he just pops up at the last <laughs> minute. Uh, damn, that has got me. Um, <laughs> I know it's supposed to be quick fire. Um, God, there's actually no one that I, like, I don't like. That's so weird. Or like no one that I'm like scared of or have any sort of fear. Yeah, it's like a priority, let's see. Like, you know, you will have a different sort of priorities with people. So the last person, I mean, like, I know it's really rude to say that, yeah. but just, just for the argument's sake. <laughs> I feel like literally if I could see everyone that I've ever had some uh, deal with, whether it's good or bad. Like I'd obviously the first person would be like family and then friends and then et cetera. Mm-hmm. The last person that I would hate to see um, is probably like a teacher or something just to like, because what they told me at school was just rubbish. So to have them there at any stage of my process of dying would just ruin it for me. You know, like uh, family and friends have taught me a lot. The teachers have barely taught me anything to have someone like that there. You know, I'd just be, I'd be praying to them. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I can understand because, you know, in schools and mostly in colleges as well, people actually say things that, you know, you're going to get a job, you're going to do these things and all that stuff, exaggeration. But when you go out, you'll be like, damn, what's this word? That's the first question obviously would come to your mind. So yeah, I can understand that. No offense. And definitely that's a really true one. So so in case, if you want to get out of this interview that we are doing right now, Mm. okay, what reason would you say? I'm quite good at excuses, you know. I can, I feel like I can literally say anything to you and I feel like I could somehow make you believe it. I'd probably... So you're saying excuses to get out of the interview, yeah? Mm-hmm. I've yeah. got two dogs. So I could literally just okay. say, oh, my dogs are making so much noise. Let me just sort them out. And then before you know it, all you see is this. <laughs> and then I never come back. I never come back. I just leave the computer and, and, and leave you waiting. Or, uh, yeah, I'd literally just say, oh, there's, there's uh, issues with my Wi-Fi and then start stuttering like this. And then again, you just get the hand, <laughs> you just get the hand like that. So that would be me. That would yeah. be me, really. I think that, that any excuse I can come up with, I feel like it'd be uh, believable, mm-hmm. you know. Well, you know, you don't, you won't believe it. But actually, when I asked this question, a guest actually acted like, you know, she actually, you know, got, uh, you know, stuck, you know, with the static, the Wi-Fi is not, she actually got stuck. Like, literally, she was acting like she got stuck. Oh, and wow. I was like, hello, you there? Hello? I was like, saying this for two, three minutes. And she was like, just like that. <laughs> she was, I mean, like, I can't believe that actually happened. So and uh, yeah, I've had, I've had similar experiences before where someone not doing that, but someone's just, uh, 
mm-hmm. like oh can i five more minutes i'll be with you in five more minutes five more minutes then five more minutes come and then it's like, oh, 10 more minutes i'm just on the call and on the call and then when they get on the call they say oh i've only got 10 minutes left it's like well no i don't want to spend 10 minutes with you yeah see you later <laughs> Yeah, it's not. I mean, like we are doing it like in a 45 minutes hour, hour long podcast. I mean, so obviously mm-hmm. it actually requires some kind of commitment and uh, everything to do. I, I cannot really get it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Awesome. So this question is actually kind of personal to you. I, I actually basically ask six questions, but this is actually kind of personal to you. So I won't ask this that uh, if you ever got Conor McGregor to your show just for a few minutes and you have the time to ask just one question mm-hmm. to him, what question would you ask? This is so weird that you mentioned that because I've been thinking about it and mm-hmm. again with the law of attraction i feel like you have to put it out there and believe it yourself before it comes true and stuff like that yeah so i've been thinking about putting that out there that i will have conor mcgregor on the podcast in some form or i will speak to him that sounds nuts to everyone yeah but i've yeah. in my head i've got a route i've got certain people that are in some way connected to him whether it's 10 degrees mm-hmm. out then nine degrees eight degrees seven like they know people that know people that know people and I can go down that route and get to him. I know I can do it. Um, but I'm, I don't know whether to go down that route, if that makes sense. But yeah, if I had him on, sorry, again, what was the question? If I had him on, what would I say? Like the one question that yeah. you would ask him. Mm-hmm. It would have to be something about like the mindset. I think maybe it would definitely be something about mindset and, Similar questions to what I asked my guests already, you know, because the reason I ask, because I actually want to know the answer. I don't ask just to sort of waste a minute and then move on to another question. Mm -hmm. I actually want to know. So I feel like it'd be centered around mindset, maybe like tap into what he really felt as a, as a, as a kid, you know, because a lot of people ask like, Oh, did you really believe he was going to be a UFC fighter when you was a plumber? And he'd say, yes, I did. But maybe like go back a bit further and look at what his life was like as a kid. So then I can compare it to myself as a kid and other people can compare it to themselves as well. And I think that would be very valuable to, to find out, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think you actually heard of this uh, uh, entrepreneur called Gary Vaynerchuk. Yeah. I think uh, you might have heard about him. Yeah. So he actually said that if someone... Uh, in your position, exactly. Like if you are having a rough childhood or anything like that, if someone in those, in those position can actually achieve something else in life, then you can too. So exactly like, that. You know, yeah. what, what are you trying to say? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I can understand. Yeah. I think that's, that's something I think of as well. And I try and get that message out. Like whenever the mm-hmm. opportunity comes up, like don't worry about another person's situation. If they did make it or they didn't make it, it means nothing to you. You know, like it, it, like it just, yeah. it literally means nothing. It means that, one person made one right, one more right decision and another mm-hmm. person made one more bad decision and that stopped them and that, that helped them to grow, you know? And what's stopping you? You might go up a different route and end up here or you might end up down. Like you just don't know. So just keep going because whatever people are mm-hmm. doing around you doesn't really make a difference, you know? You're, you're on your own path. You're not on anyone else's path. So don't worry. Don't watch others. Exactly, exactly, mate. Wow. So uh, just one, one final question before closing is that uh, what do you actually give as the best tip to a fellow podcaster in order to grow? Best tip in the whole world, according to you? Simply just go all in. Like we mentioned earlier, if you're going to start a podcast, you're obviously starting it for a reason. So find out what that reason is. If it's to make money, great. 
you have to stick at it. It's a long, long game before you can mm-hmm. start making money. So you need to stay, stay in it, stay involved with it, try and take over the process as much as you can. Or even if your goal is just to speak to as many people as possible, it, it, the end goal mm-hmm. sort of irrelevant. It, you have to go through similar processes anyway. So if you're going to do it, be prepared because it's a long, long, long game. So yeah, just go all in, put everything, put your heart and soul into it, spend as many hours as you can on it. And if you do that, what can go wrong? And unless you're a terrible podcaster, which many people aren't, I haven't <laughs> met any bad podcasters yet. Yeah. I've met one, one or two, I think, if I'm being honest. But apart from that, um, yeah, nothing can go wrong. So just go all in, and yeah, we'll we'll all we're all starting off together, so we'll all see each other in a few mm-hmm. years' time, and yeah, see 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 where everyone's at. Wow, that's awesome. And, you know, just, just one point I wanted to, you know, say when it comes to like, you know, like you said, you know, making money when it comes to podcasting and uh, yeah, I think, you know, you did a great job, like, you know, putting out caps and, you know, ordering everything and out. So what I basically thought as a business, business model is that, uh, you know, when you're doing podcasting, you know, editing, of course, you know, you, you do know how to edit videos or audios or, you know, like, uh, giving advice on guest interviews. So I always thought, thought that if you could share that expertise, you know, and you can monetize that, you know, rather than having sponsorship because sponsorship is that, you know, have you ever had sponsors in your podcast? Uh, no, not, not yet. I, I was on the verge of having one, but it just didn't make sense for the money they were offering and like mm-hmm. that their platform was a lot different to mine. So it just didn't, it didn't fit. You yeah. Know? Yeah, exactly. My point as well, because, you know, may, they may be having like a product, which is not actually related to our demographics. Yeah. So if they are trying to, I mean, like for the money, if we are doing it, obviously they won't get any leads or sales and we would be the one that's actually to blame. So just be like mm-hmm. realistic with yourself. And, and again, don't sell yourself too short. Don't sell your soul to the devil, as they say, because there's just sort of mm-hmm. no point. Like I said, it's a long game. So don't sell, sell out for a quick, quick bit of money in the early stages. Just hold on and, the bigger, more relevant, more valuable offers will, will come eventually. Awesome, awesome. And so now uh, the tables have been turned, actually. Now you are the host. I'm actually the guy <laughs> who's actually doing, you know, getting interviewed right now. What question would you ask me? Anything like that? Anything else? Again, I was prepared for this slightly as well. Um, so I was, I was sort of hoping, like, why, why did you get into it? Like, what's your end goal? Do you want to just speak to more people? Do you have a message that you want to put out? Like something that's happened to you an experience that you want to share? Do you want to make money from it? If you don't mind me asking, like, what's your, what's your reasonings for podcasting? Awesome. Um, so yeah, so two reasons, um, oh no, well, mainly I want to start the podcasting sets. The first reason actually led to the second, by the way, uh, the first reason is, um, like I said, you know, one of the college romances actually, I know have everything and all. So when it ended, I kind of had a lot of, lot of time in my hand because, you know, when I, I actually took that college romance really, really seriously, like I wrote songs, I wrote poems, wow. I did like a lot of the stuff and I'm really proud of it as well. <laughs> like I never believed that I was actually that, that much of a guy, but um, yeah, I, I kind of went down that lane, thought of, you know, doing something like that. But when it got over and it was, it was really frustrating because it was the first time for me, mm. first time, honest. So it was really frustrating and um, I had a lot of time. So everyone was starting the podcast and I was just wondering, like, maybe people have stories like me, maybe, you know, they just want to hear if, I mean, imagine if I have a problem and if you're having a problem that's bigger than me, I'll be fine. I mean, like not in a pessimistic way, yeah. but people always think that, right? I mean, like he's having a bigger problem than me, then I can be relieved. So that's actually the main message. Like 
people who are exactly in situation have these problems and they have overcome it they are doing it so why can't mm. you so well, i just kind of giving the permission to those people like just do this maybe it will get make you better maybe it will you know help you to you know do something better and uh, making money i never actually you know had the intention like uh, sponsorship i never had the intention i just thought if one person could just benefit out of my podcast or one person could actually start a podcast you know by listening to my podcast and one person actually did, just one person you know recently a person actually started you know she actually asked like what are the tips and all of the mic phone everything and actually you know assist send her voice messages like every for everything and she actually started her podcast and uh, you know it's going well on her side so yeah i think i was really happy like someone did because of what i did mm. so that's basically actually the message that i want to actually convey and uh, glad is working out it may take them some time as well like you said very long <laughs> game we are actually playing right now so yeah basically that's the reason two reasons one led to the another so yeah no, i love that that's pretty much the similar reasons why i started as well you know find out more about other people while sharing my story and yeah just letting people mm-hmm. know that you don't have to be like the son of a millionaire or the son of whoever like you don't need to <laughs> yeah. be relate you don't need to be famous or rich the sort of Mm-hmm. get your voice heard you can be a, a nobody i claim to be a nobody um and yeah mm-hmm. you can get you can get heard you know and you can you can get to those levels and that's literally just all i'm trying to do really yeah and you know like you said you know people who are actually really rich i mean like not have that, that much of stories i mean like we have seen already a lot of movies to show their stories mm-hmm. but people like us you know who are starting out and doing this hustling and everything and stuff maybe it will motivate someone i don't know so that's uh, that's one of the many reasons why i actually did it and uh, thanks for asking the question i mean like this is the first time i actually kind of said in uh, like how to say in a normal way rather than really nervous yeah. i don't know maybe i have <laughs> thought of it like before <laughs> i don't know so yeah that's the thing so thanks so much for coming on the podcast really means a lot and uh, we had really good conversation and uh, is there anything last that you want to convey to our audience and just uh, let us know mm. like uh, what are the places that people could find you you know your cap especially and uh, <laughs> What are the things that people would find you? That being said, I've got to put it on just for this message, just to solidify my message. There we go. <laughs> yeah, Look sure. at that. I've got the hoodie and the cap <laughs> as well. Um, but yeah, no, thank you so much for having me on. It's been a pleasure. It was great to talk to you. Um, it's good to connect. Again, one reason why I started the podcast, good to connect with like-minded people. So if there's anyone else like you, like me, like us, that are struggling but looking to really sort of get to the next level get to the next heights wants to hear from young entrepreneurs from the UK and really high business figures such as people from the apprentice and stuff like that it's all available on my podcast the if only they knew podcast um as you can see there it's available on all all platforms and on YouTube and yeah the if only they knew is the hub for young business minds we've got everything going on there for young business minded people so thank you so much and yeah come and come and join us at iotk wow 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 that's awesome i'm totally you know my audience will love it and guys i actually heard him so it's really awesome to have him on the conversation and uh, like always i leave time stamps for the things we have discussed we have discussed a lot but uh, unfortunately he didn't reveal the secret sauce that he had maybe a part of it but <laughs> if you want to know more about it you can just you know just spam him on him i don't yeah, know yeah, <laughs> you know you can just go yeah, and yeah. do it as totally fine and um, yeah i will leave the uh, link to the description below that he mentioned so you can connect him with him as well and uh, thanks so much man for coming on to the podcast really means a lot And uh, I'll see you guys next podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you.